What is up? It is me, Bob Shabazz, the one, the only, and welcome to my podcast. It is going to be great, and this is what the pilot, we're going to see if there's any investors coming to me to buy in. Maybe we'll get sponsored by Sainsbury's own brand, Big Beans, you just never know what life is going to throw at you. So, I think today we're going to start off whatever the fuck I want. I'm going to start with exams, to be honest, because they finish and I've had... It's over now. Uh, it was a mixed result, to say the least. Now, I'm expected, what, sixes and sevens in almost everything. And I think I think I got at least a six in almost everything. The only one questionable is English Lit. Which is an issue because that's one of the A levels I've chosen. I've been in English for a while. The maths paper three was super hard, and without a question, I have failed. And pretty sure I failed physics paper two. I can answer. Oh, I did so bad. I can answer everything. But you know, Mr. Thinking, that's not from the past. And there's a lot of people who who will be scouring the internet. For Marcus Kimson, I mean, I'm a victim. I, I, so, well, I'm guilty of it. I looked at well after the exam, obviously, I looked at an unofficial, yeah, maths paper two Marcus key, and it kind of and enhanced my feeling that you know I've got six because I got almost everything right, apart from the last questions. I'm pretty sure throughout every single. Exam apart from the computer science and business. I didn't answer the last couple of questions, well, the last two, yeah. But in, in maths paper three, I didn't answer the last three because maths paper three was super duper hard. I found chemistry paper two and probably the two business exams so easy, um, which could mean I've either got everything wrong. Because I think I've got it right, but I haven't. Um, but yeah, I've always... I think business exams... It's not really a question of, you know... It's hard because it's not really what you know, you know. It's how you write and stuff. Because like what we had, um... A, like, the big question for the paper... Because paper one, paper two, the big question was, um, paper two, it was, uh, Sainsbury's, you know, saying, hey, I, we're not going to do fair trade, we're going to make our own fair trade, and really, it was like, compare or evaluate this decision, which usually means positive and negatives, I didn't do any positives, because I couldn't think of one, I was just like, well, you're not going to be very much light, but, Yes, and paper one, I think it was whether to, well, there's one which was to train new staff, or buy new, buy new, um, machines, and I kind of talked about, of course, they both involve a, a set of training, you got to have to spend a lot of your resources to train a new 
staff member you brought in, a new couple of staff members you brought in, but you also need to train existing staffs if you go down the direction of using, uh, buying new machines, you train, retrain your staff, not retrain, train yourself in how to use that machine. But I think I chose machine in the end. I think there's another one about e-commerce, the benefits of e-commerce. Oh, yeah, the benefits on e-commerce on the marketing mix. What do you think is the four Ps? Oh, you could be wrong. Yeah, it's the, that's the marketing mix, the design mixes. Something else. And I talked, of course, about place and how you don't have to, you know, have a storefront. If you go on e-commerce, you don't have to have a storefront, which you don't need cashiers. You don't need to rent the place out, you just need a warehouse. Which could be run by a couple of people on machines, so that's much cheaper than paying people what priced um, well, e-commerce you may have to you know actually increase the price because you can yeah you can lower the price uh, of of an object in e-commerce because of how much money you're saving and also how money you get from you know addition things like delivery stuff like that you you kind of you get sometimes you it cut it it's it's a cost and you get some money in because maybe you get people to pay for delivery which gets you a little bit of money but of course buying you know drivers fuel and all that anyway that's enough enough about exams we're going straight into gaming how crazy e3 happened not so long ago at the time of recording this I kind of just really didn't care. I don't even remember much. Yeah, I was just annoyed because the kind of two things that I was most looking forward to, like the, the leaks before. I don't use look at the leaks of anything. Um, oh, but cool. There was if well, I was Fable Fable Four, and the new Splinter Cell games, two of my favorite. Um, series splinter cell was amazing so much fun they had a great story i didn't play much of the story in blacklist but conviction the story was great wasn't it oh, what made conviction so good i think my favorite part of any Splinter. i don't i don't know if it was in any others but it was it was just torture scenes you know back here but it was cool because you could you would replay to do all the use all the different tortures you could do like you could put someone's head on you know hot stove that was, that was kind of the first torture ones no the first one you the first torture scene you ever did was was in the bathroom uh, you could i get you could splash him you could smash him through the mirror i don't remember much i would love to replay conviction it's up there <clears throat> it's up there is one of my favorite favorite games i don't think it is my favorite i think it would I, my top three would probably go three would be splinter star conviction the, the second would be borderlands 2 which i'm so hyped for borderlands 3 let's talk about Borderlands 3 for a bit it looks cool i haven't i have not seen any gameplay i haven't seen any of the characters abilities because i don't really like doing that i like everything to you know be a surprise that's the same with Overwatch and Overwatch skins and all stuff. I don't look into any of the leaks or anything like that. 
Yes, so I, I haven't seen much. I think I'm debating whether to play it as a siren, because I did play as a siren for my first playthrough of Borderlands. Second, I played as Gage, and Gage was hacking cool. Um, so, I, although I've only played the siren in Maya, in Maya, I think, I've only played her on single player, where she isn't that good. That's the only, only issue. And I'm currently playing the pre-sequel, I've had it uh, for ages and ages, but I've only just recently started playing it. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever got past, I, I've never killed the, the Dread guy, oh, I don't know his name. I've never killed him, but I've been playing that and I still haven't. For some reason, I always just stop before I do it. But I do remember once I was trying to do it, probably my second or third time. Uh, and I just got stuck. I had such a bad pistol, and trying to kill the boss with a really pistol with, with just a pistol is super hard. It's almost impossible, and that's the one reason I stopped. And I had to make a new one, and a new one, and a new one. Yes, and then what? Top one? God, I was gonna say. Okay, I've learned it's perfect dark. Perfect dark zero was and will be. My favorite game ever. It's so good. The multiplayer was so good as well. Me playing that with my brother was amazing. Also, the um, well, you had bots and messing around with bots in any game. It's hilarious. Um, that reminds me of World of War. World of War was such a good game, and one of the well, one I was playing with my brother, which. A uh, uh, co-op campaign made it amazing. Uh, one of the best things that we did, and we did every single mission, was to choose one of, you know, spawned-in, uh, named, stupidly named, like Private Ryan, uh, or Lieutenant Anderson. Again, those are, those are both characters from Call of Duty. <laughs> so Private Ryan, isn't it? Of course, I've never really had that anyone and we would just choose and we would make it our goal to literally protect it it was like protect the president of course when you're playing when your bot died you just got another one but it's whoever could you know, key, uh, get to the end with their unnamed soldier alive it's good it was unlucky if you got one of those ones which was scheduled to die like if you were in the first mission unlucky enough to choose the one who would get trapped who gets caught in a rope trap you find <laughs> no nonsense here you've lost already but no go back perfect dark and the missions were so fun you know your character was a badass so yeah that is it's just one of my favorite games and i can't Really say why I find it so good or why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm doing. That's just in general the games. I'm really looking forward to more than free. Shit, I've turned the Xbox on accidentally. Um, but yeah, there's other games that I am looking forward to as well. We got what? Well, here's the thing. There's just been. Too, too much. And what is get the games? Isn't it like Outer Worlds? Outer Worlds look looks so good. It's one of those where you choose to be a hero or a villain, like Fable, 
um, basically different label apart from that but um that looks really good that's something I want to get because I want to get Warner's free I want to get Outer Worlds when that comes out in October I want to say um yeah there's other games that I was quite looking forward to but just haven't got uh, to buying which was the main one being Rage 2 I played Droid 1 and it was it wasn't an amazing game, but it was it was a game that I enjoyed. It stole heavily from Borderlands in like the psychos. But still, you know, great in its own right. Probably the most memorable thing from the original range was the game show missions you did. Those were super duper fun. I never really got into the story because I don't think I ever progressed far enough. To really do it. All I know is, hey, you woke up, you were trapped, you were like cryo-freezed. Which was basically the start of the Fallout 4. And then for, for Fallout 76, game I have is also getting some um, upgrades. Uh, bringing back NPCs. You don't clap them, though. Why did I clap them? Because they should have been in there in the first place. Fallout 76 is just a, a game that never needed to exist. There was no reason for it. There wasn't a market for a multiplayer Fallout, was there? Now, if they did it with Skyrim, and they've already people are <coughs> quite big mod is uh, Fallout Co-op and Fallout Multiplayer. And the Fallout, I mean Skyrim, that's a game that actually people want because, you know, why not? Why not? I think it's just a much better setting. Because I think in Fallout, what makes it kind of good is how almost everything depends on you and you solely the choices you make have a big effect on the world around you and it seems like you're the only one who can really do anything Preston Garvey if we're talking about Fallout 4 the leader of the Miniman he's he does nothing he's literally managed to bring the Minutemen to extinction and until you save them because you have to not because you want to but in Fallout 3, everyone seemed hopeless, and it was the, the landscape was so bleak, and you were so isolated. You, it, you were on your own, and that doesn't work well. You know, kind of, it doesn't just, and that's what's good about it, you know. And that you you just lose that isolation is when you see other people fucking around and messing about and building cool structures. Don't get me wrong, it's fun to a certain extent, but not if you've played the. It doesn't feel like a Fallout game, apart from it's called Fallout. Fallout 76, you know, just feels. I like one of those games. One, it feels like a mobile game. Where it's one. Of, it feels like the similarity is a mobile game. That has lit is Mario, Mario mobile game, which only relation is to its name, and it's like a match-free game. That's the only thing I can link it to. But anyway, that's probably the end of today's podcast. Hope you have all enjoyed, and maybe if you do, I will uh, continue to make these. I will. Why am I saying that? I'm continuing to make these because it's just fun. I've got. Three weeks, three weeks, mark three months of literal nothingness. It's good. Um, 
just got today that finally accepted for NCS. It's gonna be great, 15th of July. Uh, well, I was I was already accepted, but they didn't have space. It was like, oh. you know what? Whenever this happens, darling, this is the first time I've had this happen, and I, I was always like, oh, I'm not worrying that much because I know that place. I know they'll find me a place. It's more like what I, I was just. I, I I'm not arrogant, babe. It's just more that you know, I ex, not that I expected it. Just I wasn't ready if they didn't let me on. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun and something to break it up. But anyway, see you all later. I've had great fun doing this. Uh, subscribe. This will probably be on Anchor and my YouTube channel, Bookshabaz. Uh, I'll use a day. I, I did a kind of reaction to important videos too. However, the bloody cam, like, I don't know why, but uploading it just really messed. Like, the resolution, not resolution, the size of the, it, it, the size is wrong, so I'm probably gonna delete it and re upload it. So, anyway, adios and have fun. I'm recording this at what five o'clock. I'm gonna have so have fun, have a nice tea. Hopefully, you make it yourself because nothing's better than cooking yourself. Au revoir, adios, auf Wiedersehen. I don't know any others actually. Bye.